0: Hello guys, and welcome back to episode 16 of my Wings of Fire theory podcast. Today's episode will be on dragon anatomies, so like how the dragons are built, all the different tribes, evolution on how my idea, my idea of Wings of Fire evolution, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, so, yeah. Yeah. Let's get on to our emails, because that is what we do in the beginning of every single, um, uh, you know, episode. So, so, the first episode, or not the first episode, the first email is from Sophie Barrick, who says, hey McKenna, it's Sophie, just wanted to let you know I absolutely binged your entire podcast, and it's amazing, good job. Thank you, Sophie. There is your shout-out. Thank you for listening. And second one is from Garrett Hayashi. Sorry if I don't pronounce that right. Great ice-wing episode. Ice-wings are my favorite tribe. A good episode idea is based on Pyrian, pental and places. Like, for example, info on the rainforest or the Sky Kingdom or the Sea Kingdom, ETC. So, thank you, Garrett. And... That is all of the emails that we've had. Okay, I want to just say sorry because I have t- I totally didn't tell you that I wasn't going to be doing them during summer, but I just didn't end up doing any because I've been super busy. But, you know, now that school started back up, uh, we're going to get in the schedule and I'm going to be doing them every Tuesday. So, I believe for next year we're not doing summer episodes. So, just a heads up. Um... This is kind of random, but I was wondering if anybody would be interested with me doing a podcast on other fandoms, besides Wings of Fire, such as Harry Potter, Marvel, Star Wars, you know, crap like that. Um, I will always be open to suggestions. I'll read the books or watch the movies or whatever, and then I will talk about them if I get emails from people. So just tell me what you think of that because I think that's what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, so send me some fandom ideas, please. So, I keep saying so. That's fine. Uh, Tribes. Let's talk about all for, let's just start. So, for the beginning, let's talk about all the different tribes and everything like that. So, in Pyria, we have sand wings, sea wings, sky wings, mud wings, rain wings, ice wings, night wings, and I feel like I'm missing one. Am I missing one? Hold on, I just counted and there's seven, so that's good. (laughs) So, that's the Pyrian Um, tribes and then for pantalon tribes we have hive wings silk wings leaf wings and well I mean we've also talked about the sap wings before but you know those we are not sure if they actually exist or not and they could just be ram wings so you know and so I think that concludes our beginning segment and let's get on to our deep dive so, just we're going to talk about biology and anatomy and stuff like that. Um, like I just mentioned, there are seven known Pyrene tribes rain wings, sand wings, sea wings, night wings, sky wings, mud wings, ice wings, and four, three, maybe four, um, pantalon tribes hive wings, silk wings, leaf wings, and um, beetle wings. So, you know, um, hybrids between these poss- hybrids between the p- tribes are very possible but not very common but especially common in Pyria. Also leafwings and beetle wings used to reside on Pyria but moved to Pantala during at the time of the legend of the hive, which I thought is just something I could mention because I think that's pretty cool. So you know All tribes are pretty much the same size-wise, besides, well, Skywings have way bigger wings, but Mudwings are way bigger-bodied. They're just generally larger and stronger than other dragons, basically. And, like I said, Skywings have a much larger wingspan. Um, Dragons have been confirmed to continuously still grow as they age. They don't ever, like, stop growing, uh, yeah, Dark Shocker. So, you know. And, um. Like, so, the older the dragon is, the bigger they're gonna get. Um, so dragons grow a lot from the first eight to ten years of their life, then grow for a much slower rate for the rest of their lives. Except, so this is something I found kind of gross, actually. But dragonettes molt their scales, um upon growth at least in the, the, ca- in the case of the skywings so you know and um there are three known pentalon tribes like wait i already mentioned that why am i saying that again that was kind of random um all dragons are primarily quadrupedial um but they can Walk on two legs and be bipedal, but just not. They're mainly quadrupedal. Um, all Pyrian dragons possess six limbs, as do leaf wings. Four legs, two wings. And I accept hive wings and silk wings, who have eight limbs, four wings, and four legs. Wings are attached at a dragon's shoulders and have a slit. Slightly transparent wing membranes stretch between five small bone digits, each of which has one claw, one small claw on the tip. A larger claw is attached to the front of the third digit. Dragons have overlapping scales that vary in color and shape from tribe to tribe. Underneath their scales, dragons have skin, which I thought kind of weird as well. Dragons require their tails for flight, and severe tail injuries may ground a dragon for life. I am actually basing this off of Wings of Fire facts, not How to Train Your Dragon, I promise. Though though that is a fandom that we could possibly do, if we wanted to explore that type of thing. But, um, anyway. Pyrene dragons have a vulnerable spot at the tip of their tail. We don't know if uh Pantalan dragons possess this, but... I feel like that would be um, uh, not end well if you tried to do that with a sandwing. <laughs> um, their bones are difficult to break; it says almost dar- uh, almost as hard as diamonds, though they can be dislocated. Um, dragons typically have large claws at the base of each foot, with five on the forelegs and four and five on the hind legs, though polydaxalism can occur. All dragons can fly, although silk wings are hatched without wings and cannot fly until six years of age when their wings grow in after their metamorphosis. Um, as were beetle wings. So we have heard. Some can also hatch with freckles on their bodies, usually at various amounts. drab Dragons can faint, sweat, and cry. Dragons are able to have allergies and be- can become intoxicated. <laughs> they all have... S- They can also have seizures and hiccups, as well as medical conditions such as deformities, tumors, mental illnesses, or eye conditions. Most dragon tribes hate getting wet with the exceptions of sea wings and sometimes ice wings. It is mentioned on several occasions that dragons have a hoarding instinct. Um, I thought that was really funny, actually. Um, preferring shiny or brightly colored objects Instead of a currency system Dragons on Pyria t- typically barter Gold, gems, and other treasure used in the system However, they do have coins that are used as currency Called scales Dragons reproduced via eggs Usually lay in cl- laid in clutches of two or more Eggs may contain twin dragonets Not sure if we can have like triplets or anything like that But you know Dragon nets can speak within one day of hatching. How interesting would that be? <laughs> and a one-year-old dragon is, be- is capable of speaking in full, if broken, sentences. Most dragons at three years of age can fly, but cannot fly long, fly long distances without taking rest. Skywings can fly at one-year-old, but it's unknown if the other tribes can fly at that age. Dragons can have birthmarks. In a sea-wings case, they have aquatic birthmarks. Um, let's talk about hybrids for a second. Actually, I always thought that hybrids were actually pretty interesting. Um, just because oh, there's so many different possibilities when you think about when all of the different tribes. Oh, I don't even know. I have. I should have looked this up. But how how many different possibilities that there could be of all these different dragons? But you know. Oh, um, here's a random question that's not uh, the question for the end of the episode, but which hybrid do you think would be the coolest? Uh if there's, like, a non-hybrid, then, you know, but that's okay, too. Hybrids. Okay, back to hybrids. Hybrids are dragons with parents from two different tribes. These dragons have mixtures of features from both of their parents, so many of them look really interesting, diverse, unique, Things like that. Um, Well, but... On the other hand, they can also look more like one specific tribe... As we've seen with Darkstalker. Whiteout looks like a pure Icewing-Nightwing hybrid. Like, she looks really strange. But Darkstalker, it would be very difficult to tell if you didn't know him. um, That he was half Icewing. Um, Hybrids get their dominant genes... From their mother. Byrne collected hybrids while she was still alive. That's creepy. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, food. Their diets real fast, actually. Um, dragons are mostly omnivores. So they Although many have primarily carnivorous, di- carnivorous diets, silk wings are herbivores that subside mainly on fruit. Rainwings are vegetarian, but can eat meat if they choose to. So, you know. Dragons of non-vegetarian or not-herbivorous tribes may choose to be vegetarian. Most dragons can survive for up to a month without food. Sandwings can survive for longer. Dragons sometimes drink milk and eat ice cream. Um, Specialization between tribes. Each tribe has a specialized structure and, and abilities that differentiate them from the other tribes. Most typical is some sort of ex- exhalation, most commonly fire. Exaltation, most commonly fire. Skywings, wings, and Sandwings can breathe fire at any given time, whereas mud wings can only breathe fire when their bodies are warm enough. Icewings exhale a freezing breath, though heat can temporarily thwart this ability, while Rainwings can spit a corrosive acid that only affects biological matter and can kill a dragon in seconds scary. Sea wings are the only tribe on pyria that cannot exhale anything that may be used as a weapon. Aside from the occasional acid or poison-spitting hive wing, the pantalon tribes are also unable to exhale fire or frost frostbless. Dragon's fire smells different from normal fire. Average dragons are physically strong enough to rip a tree from the ground and throw it across a short distance. Silk wings are able to detect movement with their antennae. Hive wings will occasionally be born with special abilities such as venomous fangs and stingers. Leaf wings will have we- leaf speak, the ability to talk to plants and help them grow in varying levels of strength. Mudwings wings will have the ability to hold their breath for up to an hour. Sea wings can breathe underwater. Sand wings have a poisonous tail barb capable of killing a dragon if they're stabbed in the heart with it. Nightwings are born with foresight, mind reading, none, or both, depending on how many mo- full moons they hatch under. Rain wings can change the color of their scales to blend in with their surroundings. Some rain wings can mimic bird calls. Um, I forgot to mention just barely, uh, mud wings can be born from blood red eggs that make um, fire-resistant scales. So, I thought I got it all, but apparently not. Um... Dragons have a matriarchal society where each tribe is ruled by a hereditary queen. Okay, I know this was supposed to be about anatomy, but this we're just going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Um, Silkwings are the only exception being ruled by the Silkwing assembly instead of a queen. Though they used to be ruled by freaking Queen Wasp. Though the sandwings can have unrelated queens choosing by the eye of Onyx, which I think is a way better decision. Um, each tribe differs in its traditions and um, it, traditions of choosing the queen, such as rainwings. Rainwings are their prime example for this. They don't fight to the death like most other tribes do. Um, they. Basically Oh well, um what what am I trying to say? They have a competition, a contest of sorts where they just do rain wing things like thing the special rainwing skills, venom spitting, camouflage, um fruit finding, bird call, tree racing, that kind of thing. Um uh dragons are advanced enough to have speech and writing all dragons speak the same language. Well... Now they do. Well, because before, um... When Clearsight went... Landed on the... Uh... Pyrian... Uh... Continent. Um... She met dragons that did not speak dragon, technically. Um... But then they ruled back to the old language, is what they referred to it. Um... Uh, another thing about language. Sea wings use their bioluminescent stripes to communicate underwater, called aquatic. Um, All Pyran tribes live in separate kingdoms, except the rain wings and the night wings, who both live in the rainforest kingdom. However, pantalon tribes do not live in separate kingdoms like Pyran tribes. Instead, there is a new leaf silk kingdom being built for the leaf wings and silk wings, and the hive wings live in the hives. Um, Most dragons are like very loyal to their tribes, especially Kibli. <laughs> Most notably Nightwings and Sandwings. Hivewings, Icewings, uh Seawings are very loyal to their twi- tribe as well, but you know. Um they seem to view their tribe as like ex- like an important part of themselves and as their identity. Um and will pretty much fight others of their tribe for, um, being traitorous to the queen. So, yeah. Yeah, that would not be fun. Most Nightwings, Icewings, Hivewings, and some Skywings have feelings of superiority about their tribe to other tribes. Each dragon tribe also has their own religious beliefs, and it is pretty much known that all dragons love treasure. And, oh, also in formal settings, it is common for dragons to use their tribe to introduce themselves as a title of sorts. Like, I don't know, Tsunami of the Sea Wings, or Prince Arctic of the Ice Wings, or uh, of the Sand Wings, you know, so on and so on. Um, body language, that is probably a good thing to go over as well. It is said that in the books multiple times that dragons have a sort of system of body language. Um dragons from the same tribe will often make casual physical gestures to one another. For example, Nautilus touched Turtle's wing with his own despite having no despite them having no relationship. Dragons may also have a sort of code for greeting one another featuring mid-air flips and thumping ween- wings. Dragons may wring their wings in a shushing gesture, and they spread or wave their wings to catch attention. Flicking one's tail at someone is another way to get their attention, and can also be used to indicate something of interest. If a dragon lashes their tail, it is a sign of anger or impatience. Sea wings may flare their gills when angry, and rain wings flare and color their ruffs when angry or indignant. Dragons also use their claws to indicate numbers. Nudging or brushing another dragon's wing or twining tails together is often a sign of affection and closeness. Dragons may notice if others are close enough to show, um, oh, um, affection to each other. Um, I lost my train of thought real for that right there. Okay, uh, d- dragons may notice if others are close enough to show affection in this way. Wrapping wings around one another, hugging, and pressing snouts together are also a sign of affection. Dragons tend their wings over others as a way to comfort them or embrace them in a protective dragon. Dragons do also kiss other dragons as a way to express affection. Drooping wings or tail are typically signs of tiredness, sadness, you know, sad things. Dragons do have armor and handheld weapons. Technically, technologically, and socially, they—they seem to be about as advanced as the Middle Ages. Nightwings are the most technical technologically advanced Pyrene tribe, seeming to put this great emphasis on research and study. Their attitude was especially prominent during the war when the tribe needed it to survive. Nightwings study geology, metalworking biology, chemistry, and genetics. Standwings study astrology. They make telescopes, copy down star star charts, and follow the phases of the moon. Seawings use a waterfall prison that can be turned off with a switch. This prison system features electric eels strong enough to kill a full-grown dragon. Dragons are skilled with building. They make large, impenetrable palaces. Dragons know medical uses of herbs and blood vessels. Rainwings, in particular, know about poisonous frogs and use of certain venoms to create blow darts. Skywings use dragon flame cactus bombs that explode when ignite and sharp seed pods. Some dragons can carve statues. Both an orca and frostbite are sculptures. They also know how to create glass and make artwork out of it. Class blowing. Dragons. I know, right? Both Pyrian and Pantalan Queens have the ability to make eyeglasses and have known for thousands of years, showing that they have some sort of knowledge about the biology of eyes. However, the knowledge of how to make glass seems to have been lost in Pyria over time, as Mastermind did not know how to create rainwing-proof armor that protects the eyes, but the last one to see... <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Dragons on Pantala. Seem to be slightly more technologically advanced than dragons on Pyria. They use books instead of scrolls, work with sugar, grow plants in terrariums, run in stores, and create massive silk bridges between hives. Stundu shows an impressive knowledge of plants and insects, similar to Rainwings. Pantelons are skilled in the area of farming, as shown. Um, when Blue, Cricket, and Swordtail see the various plants grown in the greenhouses. There's also water towers on Pantala, used by silkwings and hivewings living in the hives. The existence of pl- of plumbing is suggested in the hive queen when the sink is used. Hivewing wrist cuffs can seemingly inject poison into a silkwing when activated remotely. The leafwings, particularly the poison wings, have been known to. Skill in keeping away dangerous plants and animals when seen in the construction of the Poison Wing Village. Um. Oh, jeez. That was a lot. Let's. Um. I just went way over the time that I was supposed to. Thank you for listening to me ramble about dragons. Um. My opinion on all of this is that dragons are cooler than we think they are. They have more to them than just meets the eye. You know. Um. Now, for today's question, which continent has better dragon tribes? Talk, Think about it. Also, please get back to me on the other fandoms thing. Thank you once again for listening, and... Make sure to email me the answer to the question at Dixon 2009 at gmail.com Thank you so much, and goodbye!